When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Ironcast and Ginge. We're delighted to be joined today by former club record signing for West Ham United. Played for the club between 2012 and 2016. Matt Jarvis is in the house. Looking welcome forward back. to this one as yes, well. Yes, thank you. We've just got a quickly, stories. we've just got, speaking of stories, just got to talk about your week, Ginge. You've yeah. been playing in the Game <laughs> for Hope, is it by Stan Petrov's yeah. uh, foundation. In midfield, Roy Keane, how was it? Well, yeah, I didn't start in there. Uh, it was it was brilliant. Anyway, just being with all your, you know, what it's like Java will tell you the same. When you, when you finish playing, you meet up with all the old boys you had a good time with. Just spending time with them was great, but there was it was some massive names playing. Like uh, It was at one point I was sat in the dressing room going, what am I doing here? <laughs> Do you know when you look around, like Roy Keane's there, like boys who won the World Cup over there. Stoichkov played for them. It was just brilliant. Yeah, so I started centre-half, me and Gary Cahill. And I looked over to my old boss, Martin O'Neill, was our manager and said, right, get into midfield and uh, found myself next to Roy Keane. <laughs> Which, at one point, I swear he looked across and gone, what is he doing? What is he doing in here? I played I played, I played, played centre midfield once for uh, Aston Villa under Martin O'Neill. I don't know why he, he put me in there a couple of times. Luke Young described me in midfield as a fish up a tree. <laughs> Do you know something that shouldn't be anywhere near where it is? That was me in it's, midfield. It's you for the diags, yeah. no? Well, no. It, it, yeah. You know what? It was, it was just great. Yeah. Um, 3-3 the game was. Some let Joe Cole scored a worldie. Absolute worldie. He's still fit as a fiddle, Joey. Yeah. So I had a nice time with him. And uh, yeah, just good. Good catching up with the boys and ended up even a few stories off Roy. And you said Stoichkov's <laughs> still unbelievable. He's still got it. Just, you know, the big, like older players, big name, obviously Barcelona was an absolute legend, but he just, the aura, the presence around him, do you know what I mean? It was just like... his touch and that. No, He's honestly, just... Jeff, one went up like 100 foot, he just bang, killed it dead. He's six years of age. <laughs> played... Played 70 minutes and he was the best player on the pitch. He was just getting balls, zinging it, hitting diags. Getting someone like you to run after. Yeah, and I, I, I did find myself on the pitch. It's like looking around, like you've got boys who won Champions League and just Crazy. thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, Luckily, Stan's one of my best mates. So that's that's probably the only reason I got the invite. But it was just, it was just wow. brilliant. Just being around the old boys again. Oh, like man. seeing, I always talk about managers and I always say Martin O'Neill was probably, for me, the way I played was probably my best manager. I had my best time. But seeing him... And speaking and spending time with him now outside of football, it was just a great time. You know, you see a different person, yeah. you know what I mean? And he was just sat there, him and Roy had a little double act going on and it was it was just great. Yeah, I can't believe it. that late in your career he's gone, get in the midfield. James. Yeah, I know. I, I look fit, but <laughs> I do do a bit of running. But when it starts coming to football movements again and sprinting, it was... It's totally different. It wasn't the quickest pace of games, put it that way. But when you was in it, it was all a bit, it seemed like a normal game, but it was, it was great fun. You've been made, play- made it through, didn't get injured, which is a bonus. Yeah, after your hammy injury, which ruled you out of the soccer tournament, which mm. uh, happened in the States, Java, you made it yeah. um, until you got injured yourself. I, <laughs> I can't help but bring that up. Do you get what? injured out there? I mean, there's a good video at the end, uh, right in the last game, I think um, Keenan scored and uh, to win the game for us. And I'm, 
I'm in the celebration, but I can't move. So I'm like hopping <laughs> over to where everyone was. And as I just got there, they all ran off the other way. So I couldn't move. Couldn't I had move. To, <laughs> but uh, it was an amazing tournament. As you like, as you say, just nice to be back in, feeling that change room yeah. environment, playing. Uh, it was a fantastic tournament as well. Like really well done. Completely sort of, I don't know, 11 aside. I know it sounds silly, but 11 aside to seven aside, totally different. Yeah. Tactically, the just after, I think it was the first game. After about 40 seconds, they've changed like five players and they've sprinted yeah. off and sprinted on. We're all looking around like, yeah, what's going yeah, on here? What like after about 10 minutes, we're looking, right, I'm just getting going here. And they've yeah. all made, already made four changes. Yeah. There's crazy. a rumour flying around the football club. Didn't come from me that if I was there, we would have won it. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I've heard that rumour. Yeah. I've heard that rumour. I don't think for what I was doing on the pitch, probably more try to, <laughs> try to organise the boys a little bit. <laughs> in that, Honestly, but, uh, fantastic though. Really, really yeah. good. Um, really good time. Good football as well. As I say, tactically very different. Um, but yeah, it was great. Let's wind back the clock. I want to start with a Matt Jarvis fact, Ginger. I want to see if you know this. Oh, Do you know Matt's parents were both... I do know. Table tennis, British number one. I know this. You know this. You I, knew do, this. I did know it. We spoke about it before, mate. I do like yeah. a game of table tennis. Yeah. We've mentioned it. You yeah. can play as well, though, can't you? You yeah, must I'm be okay. unbelievable, yeah. no? Do you know what? Honestly, they never pushed me into table tennis at all. <laughs> oh, really? At, at all, no. Uh, but when I was growing up, they, they owned uh, a the table tennis business, Java Sports, it was called. Um, and so they, like every weekend, my dad would load up like these mum and dad would load up this lorry full of table tennis tables, all of bats and rubbers and everything, go to tournaments. So me and my brother used to go and, um, every stoppage in play, you know, whether it was like a England, China or whatever it was, we would get on the, the tables and have a mess around and we used to play loads as, as kids. So it was, it was good, but I never, I was okay. If you give me a 20 minute warm up, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. Do which... you do table tennis with like in the West Ham club? There must have been hotels you've been staying out that have table I tennis. Don't never come. Remember, kind of, remember it being like pre-season, maybe might have yeah, been. If, you, if you're away somewhere for like yeah. two weeks, there'd be a pool table or a table tennis table. But um, were you blowing everyone go. away? You must have played. See, no, but this is what I mean. I give. That's what I say. Give me a twenty-minute warm-up just yeah. to get my eyes in, and that's what I. I'll uh, I'll say it now. When I went um when I went to England and played, I. They all played table tennis in the in the you know common room, whatever it is. They all played table tennis. So I sort of joined in, and the first few games I lost, and then like so I've uh, come off, and then I come back on, and then I beat everyone, and then the next day someone's told Talked someone, it, and then I got absolutely hammered. No, no, not at all. I just needed a little bit of go, and then that, that was it. Then <laughs> I've got a vision of Jarvo packing his bag for England trip: boots, pads, table yeah. tennis bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jarvis sports. Yeah, um, but you were a talented athlete. Like from what I've read, really, when you were young, you were good at everything: swimming, running. Was there a sport apart from football that you were especially good at? I was one of them annoying kids at school. Yeah, um, I loved it. The thing is, I, my wife laughs at me now. Said you didn't have a childhood. I did. I loved my childhood. I was mm. doing football, swimming, athletics, cross country. You know, so, everything. Every single day of the week, I was uh, sorry champion four years in a row with swimming. I mean, it was always going to get to a point I was not going to be good at swimming because <laughs> of my height. But uh, before that, I was. Yeah, I was really good. Um, athletics. I I always did the long distance. I never understand that now. Yeah. I did the cross country. Uh, uh, 15 and 800 meters on the athletic on the track uh, and didn't do the 100 meters no I always used to do the last leg of the relay 
just to get the glory. <laughs> yeah, but, standard. But, uh, but, I never, but I never did sprints. And I look back now and go, why well, didn't you I do quick, You must have been yeah. as quick in school. Yeah, you must I have was. been super quick yeah. in school because obviously the way you played. Yeah, but I never used to do that. I always think, why? Why did I do the long distance If I'm dropping it in now, I did do the high jump for Wales. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just gonna Were, you the best? Yeah. Were you the best? I jumped 198 centimetres. That's wow. good, isn't it? That's unbelievable. That's crazy. Yeah. I was 14, I think. I didn't. I didn't win it. The boy, the boy. Funny stuff. The boy who actually won it for England did just passed every jump to about two meters because he was that good and just jumped like two meters three and won the competition with one just jump. Did one jump. And went, <laughs> went to like, back in the I'm car. like grafting, trying to like, pull an hamstring to get over it, and he just one jump and won it. Yeah, oh, random. Amazing. That's amazing. unbelievable. Another Matt Jarvis fact: You started your career at Millwall. Oh yeah, you've done a little bit of research. Yes, but good news is yeah. They released me at 16. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I Good was there news for, for about, you or that? Yeah. <laughs> Probably both, eh? Um, yeah, I was there for about seven years as a kid. I never knew uh, that. I yeah, know. so my, I've got an older brother and he was at Millwall as well. Um, he got released 16, like, trying to get the youth team contract. Mm. He got released the same age and then I got to 16. I remember going into sort of like a, it was after a game on like a Saturday, went into a room. Me and my dad walked in and they, it was basic short version. There's about four people there and they went, yes, no, no. Brutal time. What? Oh, yeah. That was, that's, was, that's that, how yeah, it don't, that was don't get me wrong. They said a few other things, but it was like, yes, no, no, it no. It was brutal. That, that, yeah. I'm at, it, was, it was always a day, wasn't it? Yeah. Like the boys, right, this is it. You, you're yeah, getting oh, yeah. get the YT just, or you're getting yeah, the pro. I remember being sat in, the, in Cardiff in the stadium with a room full of youth team players and there'd be a long walk down to the boss's office. Yeah. You'd go in there and you'd say yes or no. You'd see boys coming out crying. Oh, I think yeah. the year I got my YT, I think it was two out of... Two out of 14 lads that got wow. taken off. I mean, it, yeah. brutal. Absolutely yeah. brutal what they, how they used yeah. to do it. Yeah. And like, did you think that was it for your career at all? Honestly, straight out there, one of the Gillingham scouts, Bernie Dillon, um, was straight up. Uh, as I come out the door, he was there. Oh, we've got a game tomorrow for Gillingham. We want you to play. And I was like, no. I, I, I couldn't deal with it at that yeah. time. I went home in the car with my dad, my mum and dad. And I was just like, I just want to play locally with my mates. And then luckily for me, he kept on contacting me. And about two weeks later, I went on trial at Gillingham. And to be honest, I was useless. I was. My confidence had gone. Uh, I was useless. But they must have seen something. And then soon, and then I got offered a contract, offered a YT. And then that was it. It just, light just mm. switched in me. And then I was, I, I, then I was flying. And yeah. first preseason, I did really well. And then played really well in the first year. And then went on preseason with the first team in my second year and then played in the first team at 17. Crazy, Just isn't it? From being released yeah. a year later, pretty much a year later, I'm playing in the championship. Did, when uh, you're playing at West Ham, did you ever want us to draw Millwall so you could get one back? Do you know what? I've, I've played against Millwall quite a few times since. Oh, really? and I've you didn't play for West Ham against him, did you? No, 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 no. I've always scored or won against them. So I've had a few uh, nice little memories. Um, and then, so let's skip ahead. Just before you joined West Ham, you played for England yeah. under Fabio Capello. And I wondered, how was that? How did you find out? You were playing for Wolves at the time. How does that call come through? Well, you would like to think it was a, a nice phone call and everything, but actually it was, I got a text message. Um, I, I remember, yeah. I mean. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I, we, the game, so I Who played, was the text message off? Off the Fabio. FA. Oh. It wasn't off the no, boss, no. No, no. So I, basically, I just played a game. Uh, we played an early kickoff against Villa. Uh, so it was a, Big rival game, Wolves yeah, and Villa. Yeah, yeah. We won 1-0, I scored. So it was the early kickoff. So I went back home down south. I then come back up the Sunday night, come into the kitchen about, I don't know, five o'clock or whatever it was, and then get the text in the kitchen. And I'm looking at it going, 
it's a wind-up. Yeah. Like, yeah. One of my mates. Or just a random number. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it just says, you know, you've been selected for England, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, no, it's a wind-up. And I'm thinking, you know, because at that point, I've been in the preliminary squads a few before, so I'm thinking it could be true, but I'm not sure. And then about a minute later, I get a call from the same number, and they go, oh, look, you know, it's not a wind-up. You have been selected. We, you need your passport, blah, blah, blah. You're getting picked up. And then it shows you you've got about, I don't know, half an hour before it's going to get released on Sky Sports News, if you want to tell anyone. I was like, wow. Like, wow. This isn't, is like there a, isn't there a story... Robert Snodgrass played for yeah. he he done one of them to a boy yes. in the Scotland squad, yeah, I've didn't he? Heard this, yeah. Like text him saying you're in the squad, can I have your size for your suit and all that, and kept it going for ages, Snoddy, and it was all a, a massive one. <laughs> I mean, I forget what I forget what boy it was getting in though, there. That, that I mean, imagine brutal. that. That is horrible. Phoning your mum and that saying you just got in your national <laughs> oh, no. every boy's right. dream, and yeah. it's Robert Snodgrass on the wind up. <laughs> oh, you'd be fuming. You know, I can understand why so many footballers fuming. are cautious. For yeah, me. yeah, definitely. How did it yeah. work at Wales? Uh, God, it was that long ago. Um, Fax. Yeah, 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 a pigeon with a, with a little <laughs> note on, dropped it in Newport. Uh, no, I was around, do you know what? Manager Arvo's story is similar. I didn't get released, but Cardiff, I signed YT and then within, I made my debut for Cardiff, 16 and a half. So it was similar. Like it, as soon as you get into it, YT and then bang, you're in the, in, in the first team. It was, it's very similar, but... I'd only, I played a few times. I only really played for Cardiff probably the last year before I joined West Ham, me and Gabs. And then that's when I was getting in the Wales squad. But it was, Mark Hughes was manager at the time. He was always about Cardiff. And I think he came and, and, and saw me and, and told me. But Told you, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Face to face, He was just at a game, I think. And it was after the game. I'd seen him in the lounge or whatever it was. And he said, right, I'm going to put you in the squad. So, yeah, just unreal time. And then, yeah, that was, what would that have been? 2004 maybe something Why, like that. Yeah. yeah I was young silly wow. Barna at the time <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt how did you find playing under Fabio Capello there's been a lot of reflection on his kind of tenure as England manager I wondered how did you find him so from what I get told from the squad I think that that particular meetup, he was a lot more relaxed than he has been in previous you know camps yeah. um, but I mean, the first thing when I first got there, you know, you get out of the taxi, go straight into the uh, into the hotel, and he's standing there, not shake his hand. He was like, "Oh, yeah. he's standing you... like at the doorway." He was know? actually, yeah. Which is, I, I would have sh- assumed that's how you would be yeah, greeted, yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah, and he was like, "Oh, you know, um, are you pleased to be here?" I mean, he doesn't speak great English, so he was just like, "You know, do you please?" I was like, "Yeah, obviously, I'm delighted." Yeah. And he was like, "Okay, that goal that you scored uh, on Saturday got you in the England squad." I was like, just okay. that goal. Great. Thank you. I haven't seen like, anything else. That, that was it. And, you know, he had like little things that I didn't mind too much, but like you, everyone had to be together before you were allowed to go into the, like to eat for dinner. And everyone had to be finished and you all leave together and stuff like that. So you, you're he eating away. He changed a lot, didn't he? With the yeah, he changed like... loads. But I remember when I first got there, I was eating and I, I, I like my food. I eat quite a bit. So I'm sitting down and I'm on my second thing and everyone's looking at me and you're like, What's going on here? And everyone's like, hurry up. They all want to shoot. But I, I remember like spoke to a few boys at the time. I think he changed everything. Like the the, the food was bland yeah. and all like Italian, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like there was no oh, Tim so- was chef, sauces on the table and all that. There, there, there was previously. And apparently he, he changed everything, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. But for the worse. Well, depends if you like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you but, said it was West Ham chef was also Fabio's chef. Yeah, he was the English chef when I met him, yeah. So that's what I mean. So I, I met him there. First time I met him was he was the head chef of England. And then I come Tim, yeah. come to West Ham and he's the player liaison. And I was like, I just couldn't get my head around it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, 
He's also the coach driver. (laughs) But uh, yeah. That England squad you were involved with, there's a lot of future West Ham teammates in there I was looking at. Stuart Mm. Downing, Andy Carroll, Colton Cole was in the squad. Do you remember? Would that have been the first time you were in a team with those players? Yeah, it it was sort of like the first day at school in some sense. I played against all of them loads, but I didn't really know any of them personally that well. So like, you know, when you go in, everyone's got their, they're all, they've all been in the same squad for years. You know, everyone's yeah. sort of got their own, you know, yeah. I was from Wolves. We were fighting relegation. Everyone else is in top six, top four teams. So it was like, I walked in and you sort of, where do you sit? Where do you yeah. sit on the bus? Where do you it's sit in the change room? It was like, it was a little bit, but they were brilliant, honestly, really, really good group. Um, and as you say, you know, as years go by, I've, pl- I've played with uh, quite a number of them. Yeah, was there any one England like teammate that you're a bit super nervous about? I don't know if, would Beckham have been in it. No, he wasn't there. No, obviously, the, the only I say the only one, but like Gerard was injured that that game. But um, uh, you know, there was Terry Lampard, Rooney, all of them boys. Um, I see Crouchy now uh, quite a bit because he looked <laughs> up. So he was there. There's quite. It's it was a really good group of players. I think that's what made it. Uh, you know, made me feel welcome. And he didn't. You know, initial, that initial. When you first get there, you yeah. think, "Oh my god!" And you think, how, "If I go in the middle in a keep ball, how am I getting out?" That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it was good. It was really good. Yeah. Ironcast is going on tour and taking over JD Sports Oxford Street. Our first ever podcast in front of a live audience is taking place next Monday, the 18th of September, at JD Sports on Oxford Street. For the chance to join myself, Chris Skull, the ginger Pele, James Collins, and first team players, Alphonse Ariola, Mikhail Antonio, and Mohamed Kudus, follow the link in the podcast description and sign up now. Terms and conditions apply. Sign-ups close on Tuesday the 12th of September at 10pm. Players are subject to change. Come on, you irons. So summer 2012, Java, you signed for West Ham, but you're actually involved in two, I would say, fairly iconic West Ham moments before that. One, you played for Gillingham against West Ham on the day that, uh, what was that film called? The Green, Green, Green Street, Street was filmed. Elijah Wood, uh, 2-1 victory for West Ham, I believe it was. You came on for the last five minutes of that. Do you remember? Do you remember the... Absolutely not, no. You wouldn't, <laughs> know, you wouldn't have known that was being filmed. No, no, no. The crowd, because of the filming of film, the crowd were like having to react to things that weren't even happening on I the pitch. I thought it was just they for when I came on. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> and of course... They had you, to prompt yeah. the crowd to react <laughs> because there was nothing going on on the pitch whatsoever. And of course, you scored for, uh, four Wolves against West Ham, probably more of an infamous moment. Did you have a sense of the scale of West Ham support prior to joining the club? Do you know, how, like... Yeah, I mean, I played at Upton Park and <laughs> it was, you know, it's some atmosphere. Um, God, so, you would have been right out on the chicken run as well. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, you know, as a wide player, yeah. I'm uh, next to everyone on the side. <laughs> I took the corners, you know, I'm getting... I'm getting pelters from everywhere, yeah. uh, which, to be honest, if I, I looked at it in, in a different way, if I was getting pelters, it was obviously I was doing something well. So I, 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 I sort spin. of used it to to spur myself on rather than be trying be a little bit intimidated. That's good though, because you do see players shrink a yeah. little bit. You're getting if you're having a bad time or the, yeah. the crowd get on you. That's, yeah. that's unreal yeah, to go tough. to that. I, I tried to do it that way, um, but yeah, in- incredible. Um, obviously, been uh, as a, an away player and as a home player, so yeah. pretty, pretty special. And when you joined West Ham the summer of 2012, you actually you joined West Ham days apart. I don't know if you know this, but Java yeah. obviously has 
was at the time a club record fee. I think it was Remember? 10.75 million. I had just come back from Villa, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. you'd done yeah. a few a days, of days before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to say, you've been, you were here the whole time I was here. So I don't want to ask you about the fee, Jarvo. Okay. Do you want to ask you? Oh. When a player, if you're in a dressing room and a player's like, oh, we've paid a lot of money for this guy, how does how does the teammates kind of react to that? Is that a thing for teammates? No, you're buzzing. Obviously, yeah, we, we had played yeah. against Jarvo, saw, saw what he was doing. I remember your delivery, your crosses, obviously I'm playing centre off. You're thinking, we've signed we've signed a world here. But you look back, the fees not wasn't that big really, was it? <laughs> yeah. no, it, no, 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 do you know what I mean? No, like, I know modern day we're talking yeah. about the fees now, but it was a great deal for us. We thought we've got this, unbelievable player for didn't see we thought it was going to be more really because he was that good yeah but it was I don't think at any club you come in and go oh he's been we paid this much for for someone you just welcome him to the club and crack yeah. on don't we I think that's it was for me coming into the change rooms it was it was it was so easy to settle because of the group like if you look at that squad yeah. that I joined it was such a good community like that change room was so so good so tight so I don't know everyone had been and played in that league before I think so to actually come in to an environment where everyone was it was relaxed in the sense that training was really good high tempo all of that but you felt all right in an in that environment it wasn't like you were really intimidated going in going oh my god this is I don't know what I'm going to do here it, everyone made me feel welcome and to be honest it's the best thing that could have happened is I basically signed, I think, on the Thursday. I trained on the Friday. Straight I played the game, on the Saturday. Right? Yeah. And you're just straight into it. You ain't got time yeah. to think, have you? You're nah. just straight in, like you said, that dressing room. And we did, we've done this with Kev. Yeah. A lot of it, him and Nobes were brilliant when they, yeah. like the new players. I mentioned it. I was bumped into Kev the first time I signed back and it was just like normal. There was no nerves or didn't feel uncomfortable. You just, you're just in and, and away you go. I had, when I was researching, your career, Java. Like, I had such nostalgia for that West Ham team, 2012 to 2016. Like players like Ginge, obviously yourself, Kevin Nolan, Noble. You mentioned it, Big Andy Carroll. Yeah. Was there like it must have been such a great camaraderie to be in that team? It was. <laughs> I, know, I, I promise you. Honestly, it was. I was just gutted. I signed at the end. I would have loved to have done preseason. <laughs> yeah. But um, what a big Sam's preseason. Yeah. But no, it was, and I think that's. I always, whenever I get asked about certain like questions about like teammates and that, I always use the same analogy that f with Ginge is like who, if you were going to war, who would you want in the trenches next year? And like that, that squad, yeah, you you sure. look around everyone and go, yeah, I'd have I'd have you in mm. the trench next to me because that was just the team togetherness. I think if you were going through a tough time, your mate would be yeah. next to you and they would help you out. And I think that's that's why I think we did so well. As a, as a group, I think we finished tenth in, in that season. first season, yeah. coming yeah. straight up from the championship, from the championship finishing tenth yeah. in that first Incredible. season. Yeah, great achievement. But I do put a lot. I don't know if you'd seen it before. We've, we, I'm going to mention him again, Sam Allardyce. Had you seen before what Sam was doing, where he was breaking the season yeah. down into numbers again? That's I, something I I'd never seen. No, me neither. I, I I I bring that up quite a bit about Sam because everyone asks me what what he's like, and I say he's such a mix. He's such an old school manager, but he's got this new style technology mm. statistics but that breaking the season down to eight eight games at Brilliant. a time was was really good because you're going to go through good spells you're going to go through bad spells and sometimes if you're going through a bad spell they can cross over between two like 
mm. two eights, I suppose. Mm. So you 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 don't just dismiss it, but you've already covered that ground and you put it to the side and you focus on the next bit. And I think our first eight games, we were like we were supposed cooking, to get like we? ten points. We yeah. worked out we wanted ten points. We got fourteen. Yeah. And so you're do like, you know, do you know? Have you heard this? What no, you no. Do? Break it down. Yeah. Exactly. So say there was. Yeah, what was it? 38 games in a league season. Yeah. Sam would go, but I've seen other managers do it since, but I think yeah. Sam was probably the foot I had seen to do it. So you'd have blocks of eight games. You'd he, break it down. And he he'd, look at, he'd look won, at the games, yeah. wouldn't he? And say, right, in his head, knowing the team, say we got Man City, you'd probably say, right, it'd be a bonus if we got points there. But he'd say that's a loss. So he knew after the first eight games, if we got to, there'd be a uh, like a target at the bottom of the first eight games. We want 10, 12 points out of that. So we sort of did the season in blocks of eight games. Yeah. But I, so I will say, yeah. to, to basically to where you want to finish. I will say before that, he was like, to finish 10th, on average over the last 10 years, you need this many points. Mm. That's this many wins, this many losses, this many draws. That's scoring this many goals, conceding this many. That, and he broke it down very like small sections. So that's why yeah. like set pieces were huge for us because he broke down and where the ball, you know, the pomo. He would know the he, he would know like the amount of goals that had come from a throw in. Yeah, but like, <laughs> Honestly, he had, like pomo yeah. was like point of maximum yeah. opportunity, <laughs> and it was like for, for me as like a as a wide player, he would be drilling me like you've got three areas to cross. You know, you, you'd have front post, penalty spot. Or the Pomo, which Pomo. was like position the back of maximum post. opportunity, yeah. back which stick, was yeah. back stick, and you had because he worked out that that's where the majority yeah. of goals were scored yeah. from. So yeah. he called it the Pomo every yeah. time. Java yeah. would be on the ball, Pomo, Pomo. <laughs> it's like, but that's but he worked it out statistically. It was all done, so that was how the detail was with regards to the eight games. He split it down, so over the course of the season, we needed that many points. So we then looked at the games and we worked out how it was. That's, I, I, I thought, I thought with you as well. When he signed you, I, I thought he must have looked at your stats and gone, yeah. Matt will get the most yeah. crosses in. Did, and did he do something like that with you? Well, I, if, well I'm glad you teed that up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd score. Uh, I'd put in the most crosses in Europe and most successful crosses in Europe the season I was at Wolves and the first season at West Ham. Wow. So that is where... The perfect big Sam the And yeah. when I signed... The first time I met Sam, actually, was when I come to the training ground after I'd signed. And he was in the port cabin with a meeting. And, like, um, Tim's coming in, goes, uh, says, called Sam and said, oh, Matt, he's just signed. And I, I went to the port cabin bit. And he's opened the door. He's doing a mini. He opened the door and he had, he had to duck <laughs> to get out. <laughs> and he and I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I'd never met him before. Like, he's massive. Yeah. And then he was like, is it done? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's done. He's like, good. Shake your hand. He is went straight back in. And that was it. Good. Yeah, it was just, it was just amazing. That, that how did whole... you, how did you find? I'm known you a long time, but never really asked you. How, how did you find it playing for Sam though? Because there's no doubt about it. We probably did go a little bit longer, if you like, than most teams sometimes. But you obviously tricky. Wanted to get the ball down, beat players, and cross it. Did you find it hard at all, or did you think you was getting enough of the ball, or uh, seeing enough of the ball? It's difficult, isn't it? Because yeah. games are very, very tricky. Because sometimes, as you, you know, it, it stays more on the right, it stays more on the left. It, you know, it, it's it's hard as a wide player. You only get the ball when other people give you it, so yeah. it's, it's it's quite hard. Although you say you go and get the ball, it's very hard because if you go and get the ball, then you're not out in your position when a team needs you to be out there. So it is tricky, but you ha I have to you have to adapt. And he was very. I learned a lot in the sense that where I had to be on the pitch with him, um, you know, you're saying about goal kicks and set plays. Mm. I had to adapt to when the ball went up 
a goal kick to Andy or Coley. He was going in behind. I had to pin the fullback yeah. or the centre half behind, and I wasn't naturally that wasn't my game. But I had to adapt to do that because I was going to get hammered if I wasn't <laughs> there. But also, like that was where the ball was going to drop. And Kev used to be brilliant at it because Andy used to flick it on yeah, or to, and yeah. Kev would used to hold right, it up yeah. and then you can come on to the front. And so that there's certain areas that you have to, you have to, you know, progress and you have to observe and you have to get better at. But as far as he wanted the ball to go wide and put crosses in. So it, it was a bit of give yeah. and take, I suppose. Mm. Sam had, a, it was a lot of criticism from West Ham fans and of course, big Sam cup in his ear to the fans and that. And, Around the style of play, that was the criticism and that it was, you know, anti-football, etc. I wondered, how did you, did you feel some of that criticism was justified as players? A lot of years have passed now. Did you feel at the time, did you think, oh, I wish we were playing a different way? Or I mean, I think every team would love to be Barcelona and play tiki-taka football, yeah. but it's not the case. You can't. Like, we had a great squad of players that for instance you know you go from the like it was Yussi in goal mm. majority of the time then it was Adrian um but great keepers then you play it out and you had Ginger and Reedy at the back big physical strong defenders that could zing a ball yeah you then had your fullbacks that would get forward you had your wide players that want to put crossing and you had Andy up top or Coley, big target man with Kev just floating in and about. You know, that. why would you not go that sort of style? It worked for the yeah. team, but it, obviously you'd want to be playing, nipping it around a corner, coming inside, doing all these I things. I think with but, Sam, like obviously a lot of times passing a bit older now, I think he, he would generally do... He would do anything it takes to win a game of football. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't bothered about if we had seven, like you see Brighton now, seven, 800 passes. He, no. he wasn't bothered on that. And, and we weren't as players. You... He was mad stat, like he was unreal with his stats. He knew everything stat wise. So he would just do anything it took to win a game to get three points. That's all he cared about. And that's all he cared yeah. about. He didn't care. He not spoke to him since, but he wouldn't he wouldn't have been caring that the fans weren't liking it. He was concentrating yeah. on getting three points. And whatever it took to get three points, he would he would do it. Yeah. Whether it, it, we played against a team that he thought we maybe we might have to pass a little bit more, because he wasn't anti it. No. He just thought our best chance of winning a game against so and so whoever we're playing is doing this type of football. Yeah. And, and and you can't knock him for that. No. Well, also, with regard to his plan, you could see what it was. He signed you the best crosser yeah. at the, yeah. the time and big Andy Carroll. He said, <laughs> like, honestly, he said Hello. to me, he uh, said, there's, there's some days in training I'd look over to Java and I'd, I'd feel sorry for him, I think. Every time Java got up, Andy with yeah. you with hang your crosses, it, hang, hang it. it. Hang Java it. used to like to whip it. Yeah. Like, you know, the David Beckham, like, bit of bend on the cross like across the six yard line Andy just used to like to hit drill to the back stick so he could come oh, on just to hang it, it up. every time yeah. Jarvo Jarvo just cross the ball don't shot back yeah. cross the ball hang this is up. Andy this yeah. ain't even Sam <laughs> yeah uh, I still I still speak to him now and every time I say I go hang it up yeah because <laughs> yeah. you would cross it's, the ball with like you'd get your toes under it wouldn't you it yeah. would be lofted it, in a lot to of the be time. fair it, it worked well because I think the team knew it's same at Wolves same as West Ham if I was getting the ball and I would shift it onto my right foot the boys knew that I was going to be whipping the ball in but if it missed everyone it was you know, hopefully going in at the yeah. far stick if I was then doing a foot race and shifting it onto my left and knocking it down the line it was either going to be cut back to the penalty spot or dink to the far yeah. that was you know majority you know it could have been very you know but that is the majority of what would happen so if I was running down the line all I can hear is Andy Going, hang it up, hang it, and you just hang it up to the far post, and yeah. he would just bulldoze through everyone. <laughs> but it was put like, if you got a ball hung up like that for Andy Cowell, there's not 
like I could head the ball, but if he's got a run on you like that, yeah. like his little dink cross and he's coming and big Andy's coming by me, there's not a person in the world can stop him. <laughs> yeah. He was like just a battering man. Yeah. yeah. What was it like in defending you against him in training? You must have been sick of it. Like, cause it, is I, it like, I like, like that though. I that, love that, the, love I the fight, love the battle. As, as aggressive in training. No, he was a, yeah. He wasn't a fine trainer, <laughs> no, was he? he was. <laughs> um, yeah, just one of them. It was a battle. You, so you, you can't, he was, He's just an handful. You couldn't, obviously, you don't want to injure anyone. So it was, it was never match pace. Or, it was match pace, but not aggressively, like going into your challenges and all that. But um, we had, yeah, we had a great time. Always had a little battle, but there was that squad. We always, there might be the odd yeah, little brilliant. row here and there and yeah. someone having words, but you come back in the dressing room, we was all good as gold. A few other signings. So you two signed that summer of 2012. Also signing Yossi Benayoun, Mo Army, George McCartney, Modibo Maiga. Uh, on top of Andy Carroll, I wonder is there any of those like, any of those names stick out stick out to you? Go on, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> go I, on. I'd go Stewie Downing. I yeah. thought Stewie was a brilliant player. Uh, I played with him at Villa. Know him as a lad. He's he's a great lad. Um, he could play anywhere. Stewie, couldn't he? The he gaffer asked right him to foot. play left, right. He played. He went on to play centre mid. He could probably play centre forward if he wanted to. But I think Stewie was was a top, top player. And then he was a great lad. And he fitted in. Another one that came yeah. into the dressing yeah. room and, like, and got on. And I like Yossi as well. I shared lift yeah. with him as well. <laughs> yeah. I used what to go you... in his car though because it was much Did nicer. He a, oh, really? Didn't he have a Bentley or <laughs> yeah. something like that? Yeah. But yeah. no, he was a, what a, what a, what a yeah. guy, first yeah. and foremost, Yossi. But what a player. His chop and jinking and everything. So that would have been <laughs> the second time he came. Did he come back twice yeah, then? Because he, 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 he signed the year I signed as well, originally yeah. 2005 and then came back. But, yeah. One of one of the best I'd seen in training oh, as well. That chop he used to do oh, would befuddle people every time. I'm like, he's got one move, but no one can do anything about this one move he's got. But if you don't go for it, he'll shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so you've 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 you got to try coming. and do it yeah. because then he was coming. Yeah. 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 But um, I want to talk. That first season you played for West Ham, Matt. I think there's one thing West Ham fans always ask you about. One match. Yeah. yeah. What is it? It's the Spurs. The away. Spurs, mm. away. Spurs away. League Cup. Unbelievable. Scoring the winner. In, uh, obviously the winner. The equaliser. Obviously the equaliser. Yeah. It's the, the most winner. important one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, what, what um, and in front of the West Ham fans, down that end of White Hart Lane, what are your memories of that night? Absolutely incredible. Um, I remember the we, pitch being horrendous. Yeah. We, well, it was a bad pitch, It was a night game. Yeah. 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 Night game. Um, yeah, we were 1-0 down. I, I remember just the second half because... I was, uh, you know, playing against Spurs. I played against Carl Walker loads, and like he's rapid, as you mm. well know. But I was quick, so I he used to always give you a an opportunity, and I used to try and take it all the time. But he was so quick, so you, whenever you got that opportunity, you had to try and take it. Um, but just in that one game, I remember it was, I think it was Matty Taylor who slipped me in. I think I can't, I can't remember. I think it was Maiga that flicked it on. Matty Taylor. Was doing what yeah, we him. got told to do, pin the full back or the centre yeah, half, did. had a touch, and then I just made a run in behind and he just slipped it in, beautiful left foot pass, and then I just I just gave it everything to right, just smash a, it. Such I've a good got finish. that picture. I've, I've, I've got two. Well. I've got, I got the picture of me striking it, and I've got the picture of it going up for me, like running <laughs> off like that. Um, <laughs> Is that that's amazing. the year we beat him three times, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah, uh, Rav, Rav, yeah, yeah, unbelievable. But running over because all the away fans, it was going off it was mental it wasn't was it? so good so good what an incredible incredible end to a match yeah speaking of Rav Ravel Morrison he was on fire around that for that first season view what was it what was he like to train with could you tell he had like just unbelievable ability was it one of the he best you've seen he's just natural ability was a joke 
like he didn't have to do anything in the sense that it was just everything was just natural ball his touch the way he used to just try and make people in training all the time it was just natural ability he was so good i i always say i think this this might seem a little bit far fetched what i saw in training i think ravel is one of the best players people haven't seen enough of or really? didn't see enough of him yeah what he was doing in training He'd beat you and he'd come back and he'd beat you and he'd be laughing when he's doing it, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't he? And still try and make you. And he'd be <laughs> making you and then he'd be laughing. And he was just, his natural ability was, yeah. like, I said, Alex Ferguson, like, picked him over Pogba, didn't he, at one point? So yeah. he's, he's going to be the better player by, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But what he was doing in training, and then we saw a little bit of it in games, obviously the yeah. Tottenham goal, was just absolutely illegal. <laughs> I remember one pre-season, um, he he came on. I think it must have been after he went on loan to Birmingham, something like that. Yeah. He come back. We went pre-season, and he was like, he was just a disgrace in pre-season. We went away, and he he didn't like. I remember coming down for. We've oh, literally just got there, yeah. coming down for food straight away because everyone was starving, and there was no Rav, and I was like, Where, where's Rav? Anyway, I went up to the kit room because that's obviously where everyone congregates. And he's he's in there, and he's got tins of tuna yeah, that he's yeah, got in his bag. I remember his hand luggage. Yeah, yeah. he's all tins he's got is tins mayo of tuna. Mayo. Mayo. Just eating, he was just eating. He just didn't get on with the food. Didn't like food. Like he was away. I swear, honestly, he used to eat Harry bowls like yeah. they were off yeah. the chart. Like Harry bowls and yeah. tins of tuna. Tins of tuna and mayo, unbelievable. But just you give him a football, that boy. Wow, was was. I remember Matty Everton came. Was you here when Matty came? You might have gone. Sam, I think Sam was still here, and Matty didn't have a club at the time. So I asked the boss, Matt, he's looking for clothes. Do you mind if you could have a look at him? Come down. You know, he's still fit, buddy. But he come down and trained with Rav. And I met him, you know, he's been training for three days. Matt, he said he thinks he's probably the best player he's ever seen. Wow. As in, or maybe in training, he didn't yeah, see him in the game. Yeah. But he, he just couldn't believe what Rav was doing. Oh, man. I wanted to talk, uh, Matt, about your first golf West Ham came on a 2-1 victory away at Loftus Road. Do you know <laughs> there was that day West Ham United set a Premier League record? Any guesses what that record could be? Was? Headed goals, could it? No, oh. for the season. You, contribute, a, a you contributed to this Premier League record yourself, Ginge. Most fouls, <laughs> Close. yellow cards. The most yellow, yellow cards handed to a Yours single team. Oh, and that was the record until Spurs got. We got eight yellow cards that day, and then Spurs beat oh, the record wow. when they got nine against Chelsea. Did I play? Most fixture. You played. You Did he get yellow booked, cards? Definitely. <laughs> I I'm surprised that, it wasn't two yellows. To <laughs> do be you remember that game was being particularly feisty? No, to be fair, it's always a tough game down there. Yeah, it was tight, wasn't it? Yeah, always like yeah. the fans but were close. I don't and particularly all that. remember it being eight but, yellow cards, but I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> one again. I was yeah. looking through one the game, yellow card list. I was like, God, there's a yeah. lot of players here who love a ruck, yourself included. Kev would have been one. Yeah, Kev was, was one. one. Col yeah. Colton was another one, I think. You didn't get booked. Reedy might have got one. Yeah. Yeah, but really, I, I really thought around that, Joey, around that Joey. period, 2012, 13, 14, it felt like as a fan, we had a rivalry with Swansea. Did it feel mm -hmm. like that as a player? Did, like, that was my first game in the, when I first came here. Swansea Is that away. the one where Big Sam's laughing at that? Big Sam, yeah. I mean, oh, that was, was one, name? there was a series of games like yeah. Andy Carroll got sent off, Chico Flores yeah. died, took a dart, Upton Park, I think we still won the game. There was, there was a lot, there was a lot of these games with Swansea. Didn't Did Big, An Big Andy had a, Unreal record against Swansea, didn't he? Did he yeah, not score yeah, like, so. yeah, yeah, like yeah. ridiculous yeah. amount of goals against them? Was yeah, there I any team? Was that Swansea a big rivalry? Was there any team you like as a, a group you loved playing against or hated playing against? No, I don't. No, not no, really. It was like oh, well, Swansea would have been big for me anyway. Obviously yeah. Cardiff, so that was probably one I'd look at. But I would have said Sam would have particularly liked that because that after that situation had happened, it's yeah, yeah. that's what everyone builds up to. Yeah, the Chico yeah, Flores yeah. incident. So. 
I'm they sure had a decent been, team around that yeah. time as well. Remember that Michu that played for Swansea? Yeah, he yeah, just disappeared and he was yeah. hell of a player. Yeah. All right, West Ham fans, one way you can support Ironcast and help us rocket up the charts and beat off the competition from other official football clubs' podcasts like Chelsea and like Spurs is to get a five-star rating or review from you. Support me and Ginger on the podcast, chuck us a five-star rating review and help us rocket up the charts where West Ham belong, at the top of the table. Back on with the show. Christmas parties. Oh, the thing oh about the big, this big, big Sam team, oh, I've heard a few stories. Did you have? Do you have a favourite Christmas party under the in the Big Sam era? <laughs> I think, can you talk about it? Nah, I do one one snippet from from <laughs> one um, is uh, obviously Christmas party, and it's the it's always the like for me the best day is the fancy dress the next day. The first night is brilliant, yeah. like, but it's the next day when everyone you have to meet up. Like say it's eleven o'clock, everyone meet down at the bar, come out of the lift, all in fancy dress. Right. So but I'll paint the picture though. No. <laughs> Kev used to have a thing where it was all like one theme, wouldn't it? It'd yeah. be colours so, yeah. or it'd be something. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. everyone had to, you, if if it was like a theme, you would pick out of a hat and it's whatever it is. But this year it was white was the theme. <laughs> white was the theme. So I'm there. I come out of the lift. I come to where everyone was congregating. Everyone's in like nice, smart, white trainers, blazer, shirt, tie, <laughs> You know, smart trousers or whatever it was, all looking really nice. I've come out of I've just not said anything to everyone. I've just sat down next to everyone. Everyone's like, who the, who is this? I'm in a morph suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Gandalf wig with wow. a big beard. I've got like these, the glasses, white glasses. You know, the, is that Dublin? <laughs> the yeah, Kenya yeah, Dublin. Yeah. I've got, um, you know, like the scrub you know, in the bath, the scrub gloves. I've got yeah. them on. I've got these. Oh, my God. And I was just standing. No one knew who it was. I just sat there for ages. And Brilliant. then I was like, oh. <laughs> Brilliant little thing. Yeah. The yeah, traffic light were. was another good one. Traffic light. Like what was that. the traffic light thing? You had to come as a traffic, traffic light. So yeah, I had like colors. a garden, green, green garden. wellies on. Wellies now. on. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite good. But honestly, f- fancy dress and the, the Christmas do's are they're, they're, they're needed though, my, my best fancy dress I don't think you was here Jav early days uh, sports stars yeah so that you had the usual you know American, boys went to town American football I came as a woman tennis player <laughs> and there's actual foot there's pictures of it brilliant but they were Kev you know he just organized. He just organized just... everything. And, you know, I always talk about him, Kev being a captain. You know, that was another part of it. Sam trusted him to sort of look after the lads. A lot of clubs around the time and probably now wouldn't, weren't allowing Christmas parties for whatever reason. But we always yeah. sort of done our thing and had a good time. You seem to get away with it as well. I don't remember much being in the papers about the antics. No, it, it, was, it was just always yeah. all together. Yeah. There, was, there was no, everyone was together and, 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 and you know, I think that's our what time was good about even like when you know because when I first come, there was a lot of British core players, mm. and then you had a few more foreign lads coming over. But they embraced it, and that's what yeah. was so good. Everyone was together, and they must have been thinking on the first couple, like, "What is going on?" <laughs> but they just loved it, and everyone came together. Everyone went together. That's, yeah. that's part and parcel. That's why it was so good. That's why the change yeah. room was so good. I wanted to talk about the end of the Big Sam era, and. I think Kev told the story that you all kind of found out. He just told you in the dressing room yeah. one day. Newcastle. You remember the Newcastle away? Yeah. And was yeah. it a complete shock? Was shock to the players then? Um, I mean, obviously, a lot was going on at the time with regards to. I think the fans were unhappy with him, um, but you know, no one really knew what was going to happen. 
I, th- I don't think it was, it was a shock that he's just come in after the game and just told us that was it. And you're like, wow. And it was a weird feeling in the change rooms. It was, everyone was like quiet, a little bit like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Or I didn't know that was going to happen right now. Um, it was, it was all a bit, it's all a bit weird. Cause then everyone's sort of thinking, well, what's, what's it's not happen? normally done like that, is it? Yeah. It's normally like the, the Sunday after a loss or whatever. So it was. Yeah, it was real. I'd never seen it and no. don't think it's been done since. But yeah, it was just shock, really, if anything. What did the player, did you go up to Sam afterwards and go, are you all right? Like, what, I don't, how do you <laughs> yeah. handle that as a player? Or you just I'd just have go to up jump up? and cuddle. Or do you just uh, put on your suit and walk off? I don't know, how do you, how do you handle know. it? I imagine he's done it for a particular reason that he wanted to do it that way. Um, yeah, obviously the players are all, you sort of like, Thank Awkward you. Yeah, I I think, it's a bit, it's but you do because you. I don't actually remember what was said or or being. But I suppose you'd go up and he he was good for a lot yeah. of us. You know what I mean? He signed a lot of us and 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 was good for us. And we played some. You know, played possibly the best football in him. So it's probably yeah. Just thank you and yeah. See you later. Enjoy <laughs> enjoy Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Goodbye. in come in come Slav. Yeah. How yeah. did how did you find that transition with that like the different do you know ethos? what for, for me. Um, I that, so that preseason he came Slavan. Um, obviously, the season before I hadn't played as many games as I would have liked, and the, the boys done really well, and we were in the Europa League. So a lot of the lads were still off, and I was in to play in the um, qualifying games that, that were like twentieth of July or June. Yeah, it was yeah. it was like stupidly early. Um, so I, I'd come in, and so I trained. All preseason early. I think I think we played after about three games. I played ninety minutes after about three training sessions. <laughs> um, but he came over and sort of didn't take training straight away, but then sort of got involved in it. And I, I really liked his methods. I liked the way he trained, um, even just the way he, but just with the language. Even though he's he speaks very good English, just the way that he talks. It was quite. It's quite nice to to listen to. I know it's a strange thing, but the way he breaks it down uh, and the way he talks, it was quite good. But I remember one particular time because he never did um, like um, any analysis. He never did anything like that. Oh, what? He, yeah, never did. So like we had quite a few analysts in preseason going through what the team that we were going to play in the Europa qualifying and all of that. And he was like, not sure need all of these people like i don't do that we concentrate yeah. on ourselves we don't need to know about the opposition and they were like well it's quite it's quite important blah 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 so anyway the first our first game i think was arsenal away at the emirates and i remember before the game he's wrote on the board and wrote their team and he's going right peter check like in goal and he's gone so he's uh he's a very good keeper um he's doing and i'm <laughs> yeah. like we, we, yeah, we know Peter Cech. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I watched him after the day. He's, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he's been around. He's, he's very good. good. He's but good. Um, but he, he just embraced it. And his football methods were great. I, re- I really enjoyed it. And I had a really good relationship with him because uh, I played all through preseason. And then I played in every every game. We won that in, game at the Emirates. Yeah, so, yeah. We? yeah. We've, I played in every game at the start of the season. But it was, it was at the end of that window that I then went on loan. But I had a really good talk and chat with him and he he just basically he was a good said, guy though he, he was he yeah. was you could do you know what i loved i loved playing for him and i, yeah. and I thought he was a, a great guy i remember win lose or draw coming on a monday he used to have a thing about it not being all about football so he'd come in and go nice weekend with the family do you know what i mean it was sort yeah. of like took the pressure off Trying. it a little bit if you'd lost he'd come in and go you've been up so much the weekend family all good and it he just made 
he was good around the place. He just made everyone feel really comfortable. I, I, I really loved my time on the slab. Mm. I thought he was brilliant. I thought, didn't he used to come in and shake everyone's hand yeah, every that was day? A, that was a new one as well, wasn't it? Well, I, to be fair, Mick McCarthy used to like doing that as well. Hey, there's a lot of people around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's, <laughs> lot you know, of COVID would have been Pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but like, another yeah. little thing that's good, it's like, like, like it's, it's it was like nice, a little fist pump, like a, it? Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. fist pump or shake hands, but it's nice, yeah. like everyone's, yeah. you, you shake the shit, everyone. It was yeah. just like everyone's in it, everyone's yeah. everyone's together. Yes, the team bonding, team morale. And quick, I just want to ask, you were in the dressing room when Dimitri Payet arrived, near Slav signing, and I wondered... How many training sessions in did you realise, oh my God, this guy is on another level? Yeah. About five minutes into yeah, the first one. Really? Yeah. Oh. He, I, everyone, to be fair, I, I get asked a question about who's the best player you played with. And it's really difficult to answer because you play with lots of players in different spells in their career. Like you could say Joe Cole. I mean, what an incredible career. But I've mm. sort of played with him more, more towards the end. Yeah. Like Stewie and play, people like that. And then like, like James Madison now. Uh, but I played with him when he was young. You know, you sort of look, but Dimitri Payet, I played with when he was in his peak and he was phenomenal. And you just think, yeah, I would I'd probably say him just because of at that stage in his career, he was just on fire. He was another one who, I mean, he must have megged me. <laughs> he must have nutmegged me <laughs> twice a session for about two years. But it, it, And it, it was him again, and Manu, Lanzini yeah. as well. Them yeah, two together yeah. were... Just yeah. unbelievable. But he, he was he was one of them that was very talented, very gifted, but he wasn't one that would then go in a gym and do all of this and do all that. He no. very much like gifted, worked at his like obviously his touch free and his kicks, crossing he'd stay out free there for kicks a bit, and that. He? Very, very good. Very oh. good. Right. Yeah. We're gonna end on some quick fire questions. Oh, okay. We do this of all our guests. Okay. This is like a lot of people get nervous about this. Yeah. Tony Gale was particularly nervous. <laughs> and you're right. If you are nervous, you're right to be nervous because <laughs> Okay, good. Ironcast is a big hit podcast and there's lots <laughs> yeah. of eyes. Um, favorite cheat meal? Uh, Chinese. I, say, I would say about him though. Ripped. Your diet and everything was phenomenal, wasn't it? Yeah. He yeah. was ripped. And I mean... Was? Well, well, <laughs> I, I, I've already told I was never ripped, but I'm getting a bit older now. I was just thinking, you're still looking pretty good, mate. Yeah, you're one of the, the few West Ham players who have actually got, I would say, put on more muscle after like... Bobby's more a Everyone Christian daily just... yourself. I, I, I don't know massive. whether I had to take it as a compliment or or not, but everyone I've seen recently, they, they go... You you look a lot slimmer than when you played. And I was like, <laughs> is, that, yeah, is that a good thing? I don't know. Is that, is that good or bad? <laughs> Funny no one says know. that to me anymore. <laughs> you haven't changed. I know, yeah. Uh, Who is playing Matt Jarvis in the film of your life? Oh, I know it's quick fire. I'm trying to think. Um, God. I'd, I'd probably have to say fire. like someone like Danny DeVito because of my height. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, wow. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, big. yeah. I thought you were going to go Danny Dyer. Um, oh, well. <laughs> How much is Matt Jarvis' work in, worth in today's transfer market? Ooh. I like this question. Mm. Um, cool. I would say uh, 60, 70? Yeah. yeah 60, yeah. 70? Yeah, well, club record, club record yeah. transfer. So we're up there, aren't we? Final, and final question. Your favourite moment in a West Ham shirt? Uh, it would have to be that Spurs game. I just think the when you obviously, you know about it, but when you sign at the club, you know, fans, everyone talks about the rivalry, talks about them games. And to be able to to play in them to start with is, is amazing. But to then score in one and then win the game 
was in- incredible. So I-, I would have to say that game. Deserved. It's a, Deserved. it's a good answer. Well, Matt, thank you. I've become so nostalgic for that team of 2012 to like 2016. Those are, I those, think a lot um, of people are. I think you look yeah, at, you speak to West Ham fans as me and me and Java, like ambassadors for the club now and you go down doing the lounges. There is a little soft spot for that team. Yeah. Even though at the time it, it didn't feel like it sometimes, <laughs> but you look back now, it was, it's just everything about it was brilliant. The football, we, we had a good season and the, the group of lads we had was, would yeah. be one of the best I've ever played in. Proper yeah. characters. Mm. Thank you very much, Matt Jarvis. Thanks, Ginge. We'll see you next time on Ironcast. Until then, come on, you eyes. Sports Social Podcast Network.